Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is September 16th, 2020, the date that back in 1960, Larry Barnes made the first field goal in franchise history. Most of you know that I'm a diehard supporter of all things special teams, so you know that we had to give a little bit of love to Larry to start off today's show. Anyway, as this episode of The Morning Grind hits your ears, the 1-0 Las Vegas Raiders are back in the facility here in Henderson, Nevada, preparing for their Monday Night Football Battle Royale against the New Orleans Saints. While head coach John Gruden and his staff have already turned the pace to Drew Brees and company, we still have a few precious hours to bask in the majesty that was the Silver and Black's first win as the Las Vegas Raiders. So let's look back at what I liked from the week one win over the Panthers, what I loved, and what I'd like to be a little bit better going forward. Lego! So let's start off with what I liked from Sunday's 34-30 win at Bank of America Stadium. Stating the obvious, I liked that the team won. But in all seriousness, what I really did like was just how the Raiders handled their business in the opening game of 2020. Headed into the first week of the NFL season, the excuses were there for why the Raiders wouldn't enjoy an early victory Monday. And if you wanted to, you really just had to pick one. Not only was Sunday's game a road game, a tough test even in the best of times, but with all the new COVID protocols in place, would John Gruden's team be able to focus on the task at hand and get down to business? Oh, and the game itself was in the infamous Eastern time zone, a portion of the country that typically isn't kind to teams traveling west. Throw in the fact that there was no preseason this year, so Gruden and his staff were essentially going in blind against a Panthers team that featured a brand new starting quarterback and a head coach. And don't forget that this version of the Raiders was going to lean heavily on a bunch of rookies making their NFL debuts. And yeah, like I said, there were excuses to be had. But as we all know, none of those things ended up mattering as Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr, and the rest of the squad flew back to Vegas with a well-earned W. In terms of the win itself, like I said earlier, I really liked just how it came together. Overall, the silver and black, particularly on offense, look crisp. And even without the benefit of those four preseason games and a limited offseason program to boot, by and large, there didn't seem to be any confusion on either side of the football. And with only three penalties throughout the game, Coach Gruden had to have been pleased by what he saw from an execution standpoint against the Panthers. Was it a perfect week one outing? Not necessarily. But a wise man once told me that it is really, really hard to win on the road in the NFL. And the Raiders did just that. Now this won't shock any of you, but I loved what we saw from Josh Jacobs in the offensive line Sunday afternoon. Let's start with number 28, who picked up right where he left off in 2019, carrying the ball 25 times at Bank of America Stadium, good for 93 yards. But he wasn't done there, as he hauled in four passes for another 46 yards, finishing his 2020 debut with 139 total yards, and not one, not two, but three touchdowns. Simply put, Jacobs was masterful in Carolina, and I know that for a large portion of Raider Nation, seeing him get involved in the passing game was a sight nearly as beautiful as the win itself. The University of Alabama product has all the tools in hand to be a truly special running back, and let's hope that week one was just our first taste of what year two has in store for young Mr. Jacobs. As good as Jacobs was on Sunday, though, I'd be doing a disservice to the big fellas up front if I didn't give the Raiders' offensive line a ton of credit for giving him room to work against the Panthers. 
even after they were forced to go to their third right tackle. A huge shout out to Denzel Good, by the way. Tom Cable's group dominated the line of scrimmage, keeping Derek Carr upright from wire to wire and giving Jacobs the aforementioned room to operate. Entering 2020, we knew that one of the biggest strengths of the Raiders this year would be that big, bruising offensive line. And even when the group wasn't operating at 100%, they still put together a super impressive week one outing on the road. All lies will be glued on Trent Brown throughout this week, but the Silver and Blacks O-line showed that even if number 77 isn't able to go, they are more than capable of keeping the ship afloat until his return. I tell anyone who will listen to me that good, bad, or somewhere in between, you can't allow yourself to overreact to what you see week one. Now, in the spirit of full transparency, I know that's a little easier said than done, but even still, we all need to take a deep breath before Monday night and remind ourselves that the version of the Raiders that we saw on Sunday is not the finished product of what this group can be in 2020. That said, headed into a very interesting primetime clash with the Saints, I'd love to see the defensive line get a little more sustained pressure on Drew Brees than they did last weekend against Teddy Bridgewater. All told, the Raiders' D-line tallied just a single sack and three quarterback hits en route to the Week 1 win. And while Bridgewater is indeed incredibly shifty both in and outside of the pocket, the Silver and Black's front had a hard time containing him. Regardless of what Bridgewater was able to do last week, give Rod Marinelli's group credit for showing up big in the most important moment of the game, but as we all know, the quarterback must go down. I really do feel like it's just a matter of time before Max Crosby, Carl Nassib, Cleveland Furl, and the rest of the group gets rocking in a big way in 2020, but I'd love to see that live and in person Monday night against the Saints. The Silver and Black were not on the field Tuesday, but they'll get back to work today as they prepare for their first game inside brand new Allegiant Stadium. I'm Eddie Pascal, and this was The Morning Grind. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety, on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.